I'm Zed. And I'm Grace. And this is 410. Yes. I didn't even look at the titles this time, so I have no idea what it's called. It's called You Can't Handle This Episode. Oh, great. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, and uh, before we really, really get in there. Anyway. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I have to, obviously. Oh, hey, look, it's 10. <laughs> I set an alarm like, Grace will probably be ready to record around 10. I'll set an alarm in case I'm in the middle of painting. Hey, look, mm-hmm. we're recording. Anyway. Yep. <sighs> I'm awake. Yep. I'm awake and so... functional. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah, no, he appeared on screen and my brain just went, is that John <laughs> Actually, I think I said that out loud because it was like midnight. Mm-hmm, like, is mm-hmm. that John Cena? Like, mm-hmm. and part of that was definitely that I uh, mix him and Channing Tatum up a lot in his early career because he fair, has that like fair. square face. And so mm-hmm. I was like, is that John Cena or is it Channing Tatum like really early on in his career? But yeah, it is John mm-hmm. flipping Cena, apparently. Yep. But why? Why? Um, because John Cena is a WWE wrestler and the show aired on USA Network. Did they used to air WWE on USA? They've always aired WWE on USA. I don't have cable. I have never had cable. I also wasn't allowed to watch wrestling. Okay. <laughs> I don't know any of these things. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Like, why would I know anything about television from the early 2000s? That's not something I was allowed to have. <laughs> Valid. Yeah, okay, so, so do you have fun facts or trivia or anything like that? Yes, I do. But before we get, in, get into that, mm-hmm. Abigail, she, she deserves no, no. better. Opinions, opinions later, facts okay. now. Okay, opinions fine. later, facts now. That is how the structure of this show works, Grace. I just cannot. We can't throw all of the rules out the window at once. (laughs) No. All right. This episode features John Cena, a WWE pro wrestler, and is one of the first episodes in the series to do this. As the um, network Psych aired on USA was also, they also hosted WWE's shows. Because of this, throughout the episode, the characters make multiple references to WWE and and pro wrestling. Yeah, no, and, I noticed that. Weirdly mm-hmm, enough, mm-hmm. it was not subtle. No, it was, it was not. very <laughs> ham-fisted. Yes, very um, concerningly ham-fisted. Yeah, and around the time that this episode aired, which was I think twenty, the early early twenty ten. Uh, James Roday and Dooley Hill guest hosted Monday Night Raw. Really? Yes. I need to find... Why? Because John Cena was on Psych, so Psych must be on John Cena. (laughs) Yes, I don't know. Sure, I guess. I don't know. Was it at least an episode that John Cena was in? I would assume so. Because I know they don't all wrestle every week, right? I would assume that he was on that episode. I, I have not seen it. I have not watched wrestling i just know too much about it for some reason whatever um there was a reference to the mentalist (laughs) i don't know if you caught that i did not because i don't watch that show so of course i would not catch a reference to it 
I guess the mentalist was like an army psychic as opposed to a police psychic. Is that his steal? Is that what is that what Sean was referencing? Yeah, I guess so. I, I thought he was just being glib. He was apparently referencing the mentalist, but I never watched it because, you know, psychics exist. Um, yeah, there's they're really just mixing up their demographics. It's yeah, very confusing. A... Yeah, and they had like a bunch of references to people who like worked on the show on I'm the sure. walls always. Um after being arrested for sneaking onto the base, Gus says he respects all branches of the military except for the Coast Guard. <laughs> which Dooley Hill was in The Guardian. I thought they were just referring to Karen's sister being an asshat. That would be so much funnier. That'd be so much funnier. Like, I thought that that was what they were referring to because they've interacted with the Coast Guard, like, canonically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that would make more sense than it being, like, a weird meta-reference. I need them to chill the f*** out with the meta-references. Okay, no. I'm going to interrupt for the new hill I'm going to die on. Mm -hmm. If your show is not as funny... Or if your show is barely funny, if you don't know things about the cast and crew's personal lives, you're a bad writer. <laughs> That's not writing. That's having a conversation with your friends. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, that's lazy, frankly. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Um, Steve. Well, Andy Berman wrote this episode. Well, so Andy. I totally forgot to mention that at, at, at the beginning. Uh-huh. Whoopsies, whatever. You're a little obsessed with John Cena. A little bit. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> We're going to be insufferable this episode. Yes. Oh, um, no. Yeah, this is under trivia, but it's really a goof. They say Major General Feltz states that of the 39 men who signed the Declaration of Independence, 32 were standing. However, it was signed by 56 men, not 39. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wait. What? Okay. I, okay. I'm going to Google some things and I'm going to come back to you with what I'm pretty sure they were referencing. <laughs> but let me let me just really fast get out my Google food. You keep talking. I'm going to Google. Oh, uh, let's see. John Cena is the second WWE wrestler to to appear in Psych. Mickey James was in Talk I Derby don't to me. know I don't who remember. Mickey James is. He's apparently a WWE wrestler. Sure. Was he know. at the time of filming? Probably. Or was that something that happened later? He was probably one. Let's see. Um, there's a reference to Full Metal Jacket that I don't want to read because that sounds horrifying. Um, there's a reference to Full Metal Jacket. That's a military movie, right? Yeah, it's a military movie about Vietnam and I refuse to watch it. Um, Something about bars of soaps and Towels. Uh, let's see. Um, this episode features John Cena. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Playing Juliet's older brother, Ewan O'Hara. In the end, Ewan is discovered to be working for the antagonist of the episode. Spoilers. This, yeah, this is under spoilers. spoilers. This is a somewhat ironic <sighs> plot twist. No, it's not as a long-time criticism of John Cena's professional wrestling career was that he never turned heel, i.e. became a villain. That's not a, that's, that's not ironic. That's <laughs> but okay. just a criticism. It's not irony. Oh. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yep. 
Okay, and there's a lot of there's a lot of really great goofs for this. And there's one that I didn't that I thought was a goof too. Uh, Major General Fultz is wearing a Special Forces combat patch, but missing the airborne tab that goes with it. Um, numerous times characters call the army installation of base. The army calls some posts while the Air Force has bases. Um, let's see. Soldiers are not dropped for push-ups as a punishment when they are no longer in training. Uh, when a soldier is killed in combat, their dog tags are placed in the mouth or wedged between the teeth for identification purposes. So swallowing dog tags would actually be the means of suicide. Okay, that's a little hmm. that's a little bleak. This is this is my favorite one. When Gus and Sean are at the beach, Gus refuses to set foot on the pier because, according to him, it is soaked in pelican urine. Birds, however, do not urinate. They excrete a white paste called uric acid from their cloaca. You are still mumbling. Um, eh, whatever. I mean, okay, so Gus may be wrong, but also it being covered in pelican shit is also a valid reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it may be pea shit, mm-hmm. but... Yeah. Okay, I cannot find the thing that I was looking for in regards to that statement. I was thinking that if I could find a list of the Federalists versus Anti-Federalists, that there would only <laughs> be 39 of one of those parties. But oh for God. some reason, nobody has organized the signatures by uh, Federalists versus Anti-Federalists in their later careers. Uh, because at that point they were all, you know, relatively unified on the fact that like they just needed to be away from England. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, I think what he's referring to, well, first off, I think it's just bad writing. Uh, second off, I'm pretty sure he's referring to not all of the signatures, which is a very like, not my president sort of bullshit oh type God. thing to say, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> Let's see. When Sean and Ewan are talking privately near the end, Ewan incorrectly refers to Major General Phelps as Phelps more than once. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So he just refers to him by his last name instead of his title? No, he says Phelps with a P instead of Phelps with a T. Oh, I can't tell the difference. Again, it sounds like Me you're either. mumbling. Oh, well. Like, it, you keep saying both of those things. It sounds exactly the same. Eh, okay. Uh, whatever. Uh, when Gus is doing push-ups, he answers no, sir, to some of the questions posed to him by the E-7. No self-respecting sergeant would ever want to be called or even allowed to be called sir. I guess they want no sergeant. I guess. I don't, I don't understand military people, but okay. Neither do I. If it makes you feel better, no mm-hmm. sergeant. Okay. but And since I skipped over this... This episode was written and directed by Mel Damsky. Okay, both familiar names. Mm-hmm. And it has a 7.9 rating on IMDb. I'm happy for them. Mm-hmm. The summary is Sean and Gus go undercover at a military base when Juliet's brother is accused of murdering one of his fellow officers. That's not true. <laughs> That's no that's just a bad (laughs) summary that's not even the episode that is that's not true at all because he was never formally accused i mean at the end he was like arrested and implicated but 
I okay. The lack of warrants in this episode bothers me. Oh my gosh! They just do so many things without warrants, and like the military would not let that shit slide. There was one thing that was driving me crazy. At the end, Abigail flies out of presumably the Santa Barbara airport. Mm-hmm. She flies from the Santa Barbara airport to LAX. Yeah, As- because Santa Barbara uh, Municipal Airport is not international. Yes, that is true. Mm-hmm. But I'm not quite sure if at that time or now that you can have that flight because I looked for that flight and it didn't exist. Oh no, we just needed her to be one city over. It'll be okay. <laughs> it's not reality. He's pretending to be a psychic. Yes. Yes. That but... that's not something that needs to be complained about. I'm gonna be real with you. Okay. That's not <laughs> like yeah, they made up an airplane flight, but also like it could be on an imaginary airline that doesn't exist. Again, they're in Vancouver. It was on an imaginary airline that doesn't exist. It was there like we go. Northern something. Okay, so Northern something has flights from. Yeah, Northern something has flights in this dimension that they're yes, all in yes, right yes, now. Yes, yes. Okay, obviously. <laughs> I just thought that was really strange. That they'd make something up for a TV show instead of. Okay, here, <laughs> here's, here's what I'm experiencing from you. Mm-hmm. You know those people? who fact check for Dracula Daily where they were like, did you know that Bram Stoker had the actual train tables that Dracula was studying? That's it's, it's the, uh, that air conditioning unit did not exist in the 1980s of strange pedan- pedantism. Yes. It is yes. pedantism right That's now. That's the whole show. It's not is the thing. Okay. Like we can be pedantic about things, but this is, I think almost a hill too far. Okay. And that's coming from me, the person who finds new hills daily. All right. Well, we're done with trivia and goofs. So let's <laughs> just Was that back. a trivia or a goof in that your was brain? A, it was a goof. It was like, this is kind of weird. It kind of like pulls me out of it. What? <laughs> I, me- I memorized airline flights from 2010. I did not. It pulled me-, me out of it. <laughs> I did not memorize a flight from 2010 why did you look it up then i looked it up because i was curious about what airport they're talking about because i've never been to that airport before i've only been to three of the airports in california and i do have them ranked on preference and lax is way last because it's lax and i hate it lax Um, ain't bad and it's it's the traffic out of lax yeah, I was fine with the traffic as long as I was the one driving. Fair. Like, as soon as my dad started driving, I was like, mm, no, I'm good. It's it's my turn now. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so let's just circle back to Abigail deserves better. <laughs> I mean, obviously, but we've known that since she appeared on the show. <laughs> She's too good for him. And she... frankly, this was the only way this was ever going to end. Yeah, it's... They also, like, have a weird timeline with this show. They do. Because because... this is supposedly six months before February, which is August. But they've already had August. So I don't... Maybe the episodes are 
out of order? I, I think it's it's following the same logic as RN High School Host Club, which is <laughs> whatever season it needs to be for this episode. I guess it's that now. Well, because they, gosh, they had um the, they had an episode about the Holly episode, the Holly, or Holly Festival. Yeah. They, they had one of those and they aired that in the fall. I know, I was there and we talked about this. Mm-hmm. And it should have been Diwali because that would make so much more sense but whatever so I think they're just kind of playing like loosey-goosey with the time frame yeah that and sounds I'm... like them yeah so <laughs> eh, whatever I just I had forgotten that at the very beginning that that guy is hanging from the ceiling I was like mm. <coughs> super yeah luckily that. for me uh I treat this show like a podcast, and I only look up when it makes chiming noises. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. by and large, I was not watching during that part until they were like, oh, look, he's got dog eggs in his mouth. I'm like, oh, I should look up now. I'm like, that is a dead body. Yep. Oh, boy. I do not like various sentences that were said in this There were a lot episode. of things said in this episode that were, like, kind of, um, like, all right, moving past that. Yeah, I, the like, don't ask, don't tell joke was a lot. I was like, oh yeah, it's 2010. <laughs> like Jesus, I kind of, I kind of laughed at that because I did also guard. kind of laugh at that. It was very like on the nose. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but all of the talk about like suicide and stuff and how it's like shameful. I'm like, oh my god, dude, can well, it we was not? All like that very macho place where I know, you but know, it's like. But it's like, can we not do that? Like, Look, I have that specific conversation with people in real life because a lot of people haven't moved on to like 2022 manners yet. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are still in like 1985 manners. And I'm like, mm. and y'all, please stop. So yeah. like, I feel like that's just unfortunately how regular people who don't have manners talk. Yeah. Which is of them. They just, they don't handle suicide that well in this show. They don't, and yet they still keep making it a plot point, which is like, yep. y'all okay? Mm. Whatever. Mm. I continue to uh, drag the writers of this show because everything <laughs> that happens is their fault. That is it how is writing works. I do think that it's really, really funny that all of a sudden Juliet has a brother. <laughs> Oh, yeah, totally. Even though I'm pretty sure in an earlier episode, she mentioned something about being, like, an only child, right? Didn't she mention something about, like, being an only child? Or was that, like, her referring to, like, cousins or something? Um, Are you talking about the first um, Christmas episode? I have no idea. Okay. We've watched a damn hundred of these. (laughs) Like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't remember words. I barely remember conversations we've had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I truly don't know, but I I was under the impression that at some point she had said that either she was an only child or maybe it was in, like, the sorority episode she mentioned she didn't have sisters and that she wanted sisters. Maybe that's it. But, I like, know. I thought the implication was that she was an only child and that's why she got so into, like, sorority stuff was that she was lonely. I don't know, because he's, like, an older brother. Yeah. So, like, maybe 
he graduated high school and then left and she was kind of on her own during like her teenage years i don't know i don't know they like to invent like family members family members i don't know i like that they finally brought up the fact that they tried to arrest gus's family on christmas i know like that's very funny that they like called back to that like yeah Mm -hmm. that's a traumatic event you should bring that up again Mm -hmm. it's funny (sighs) yeah yeah um I don't know how I feel about Abigail going to Uganda for six months. It's only six months. I feel like, okay, this is me thinking about their, like, character choices and stuff. Mm-hmm. The way they established Sean to be at the beginning of the series, which is very, like, if an impulse takes him, he will follow it, mm-hmm. uh, does not match with him being like, what would I do in Uganda for six months? Bro, what did you do while, like, motorbiking around the country for six yeah, years? Like, I you know better you could find something to do if you really loved her you'd follow her yeah that, just you being like commitment phobic yeah this is it, this is what drives me crazy because it's like there's no consistency to these decisions there's no consistency with like how they write abigail yeah well okay so she's got some consistency but also okay so it's, it's supposed to be august right yes theoretically mm-hmm. if it's theoretically supposed to be august in their little uh, world of whatever uh it is the start of a school year mm-hmm. she would have known about this since february oh yes totally. and i say this because february is contract renewal time and mm-hmm. if you sign a contract in february you are locked in until the next february so either she would have known about this far enough in advance that she wouldn't have signed her contract or she would be putting this off until the next year so that she wouldn't sign her next contract Yes, it just that's how teaching is. It just it seemed really convenient as a way to like not have her on the show. Did she have another show she had to go do? I'm not sure. She's been in a whole bunch of stuff. I actually didn't look that up, but because this feels like a decision they would make if she had signed on with something else, and so they were like slowly writing her out of psych. Mm hmm. So, so I don't, I don't know what that's about, but. I also don't like when shows talk about, like, the entire continent of, like, Africa as being, like, poor. That just drives me crazy. I mean... as I mean... Did they talk about the entire continent of Africa being poor, or did they say she was going to help underserved communities in Uganda? Because there are underserved communities in Uganda specifically. Oh, yeah, totally. But I I don't know. Just the way that... There are also, like, really nice, like, cities in Uganda. But just like in America, there are underserved communities everywhere. It was just... You don't need to go to Uganda to help them, Abigail. But... It just seemed a little, like... It's a little white savior-y. Yeah. Which is... You know, par for the course with yeah. this show. With most shows, frankly. I just, yeah. I do not like the whole, I love Abigail. I don't like the whole Abigail Sean stuff because Sean is way too childish about everything. It drives me crazy. Yeah, I will say that it doesn't make sense that a kindergarten teacher would necessarily date a man child. No. I mean, they, they probably have that nurturing instinct, but I get this vibe that, uh, most kindergarten teachers would get so frustrated with that being their home life on top of their work life Mm -hmm. that they would break up yeah so like maybe she was holding on based on the like i loved him in high school Mm -hmm. but when you meet up with somebody from high school and you realize after you know a couple months of dating that they haven't changed since high school Mm -hmm. and you have Mm -hmm. that's an issue 
Yeah. I say from experience. <laughs> People should grow and change. People should grow and change. I, it's just Sean is con- conveniently childish. Man-child when, shape. When, when he needs to be. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't need to be. He's perfectly fine. Yeah, which would be frustrating in a relationship as well. The kind of mercurial yeah so i mean vibes that being put aside like if she wasn't sure about the relationship maybe she wouldn't like feel like she has to tell him although she probably should have told him a little bit beforehand yeah her being like i've been trying to call you to tell you it's been like three days this is one case Mm -hmm. like frankly you should have been trying to tell him sooner Mm mm-hmm like, you definitely knew before then because they don't just say, hey, you're leaving for Uganda in three days. That's not how flights work, usually. Especially <laughs> post-9-11 2010. Oh, totally. Because, like, you definitely have way more clearance advance on international flights at this point in time. Yes. it's It, it just seemed like a really convenient way to, like, ride her off the show. Yes. Which I would have kind of liked them to just, like, break up because... Yeah, she deserves like, better. I don't understand the impulse to make everything into a like. Here's why they they're gonna not stick together. Like, okay, so the next episode spoilers. <laughs> when Gus and his girlfriend then decide to take a break because they're not sure about like the reasons for them staying in a relationship at that point, and they want to take mm-hmm. a break on it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's great. That's a very mature decision made by two adults. Well, one adult and him begging. Um, Mm -hmm. And, like, frankly, they could have just done that with Abigail and Sean and been, like, Abigail decides that she's going to ask if they can take a break while she thinks over some career stuff because there's potentially an overseas position she wants to take. And she's really considering her whole life in the States right now. Mm -hmm. Like, that's it. That's all they need to do. And that's... uh, They could have written her out two episodes sooner. I mean, they would have had to get her on set two episodes sooner. And it seems like that might have been part of the struggle. Yeah. Because she was it, kind of only mentioned for ages and ages, which makes me think she's a busy, busy career person Yeah, in just, the acting world. Mm. I don't know. I've got a lot of I issues really, with their handling of this. I really, really like Abigail. But she's barely... She's barely a character. She was, was super this... cool in the first episode she was in. But we but, can't ride that high. No. forever there was this is... ho- whole deal about how this is like the girl who like got away mm-hmm. they introduce her in like the second episode of the third season and then they bring her back i know the... i was there no but it was like they bring her back in the, in the season finale then it's like oh they're dating and then she's barely been in season four barely. yeah i'm not really sure what the what the deal with that was because like it seemed like they really wanted to include her but maybe she signed a contract with another show and was like i can take a partial contract with you guys and then they realized that the shooting schedules weren't meshing yeah maybe because yeah like i have to think about this from a logistics point of view if mm-hmm. you're writing an episodic thing the way that they seem to be writing which is kind of like half of a season at a time Mm-hmm. they'll like write and approve and then film and then put it out and so like at mid-season finale it seems like they approve the next like yeah two cycles away um so if i were doing that i wouldn't know my schedule for other things and if i were really that busy as an actress because you said she's been in a lot of things i would be like i can only take partials right now i don't oh, know okay i i was looking at the um airing dates and episode nine aired in october 
but episode 10 aired in January. Mm, so there was so, like a two-month break in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Very. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah. Uh, the other thing I thought about this, so getting off the Abigail train, especially mm-hmm. love Abigail. The other thing I thought was interesting about this episode is how much it felt like they were optioning for a pilot for another series about what the brother oh this felt like they were trying to see if there was interest in john cena starring in an action show oh like a um, backdoor pilot yeah so this felt like a backdoor pilot option Mm -hmm. where they were like what if we wrote this thing and if people liked it enough john cena's already like owned by this network Mm mm-hmm and maybe we could just continue to do this stuff around his career. And then, like, people were, like, it was jarring enough to be like, Juliet has a brother. What What is happening here? We have so many issues with this. <laughs> mm-hmm. That, like, they were like, mm, it's not working. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. It was weird. It felt like a backdoor pilot. Yep. It also felt like one giant, like, join the army campaign. <laughs> Oh, no. No, it did not. <laughs> it felt like an anti-join the army, which was refreshing. Okay. What okay. it felt like was, here is a list of things that you would have to do if you joined the military, and also the possibility of losing any and all sense of morals. Okay. Like, it felt like that was what they were actually showing. And maybe they were doing it in a way that was, like, low-key, like, oh, but here's our pro-military thing, so they could get it past the censors. Because, again, 2010. Mm-hmm. Still very pro-military at this point. Only nine years post 9-11. Mm-hmm. I know I was there. Um, <laughs> in the United States post 9-11. Uh, but, like, yeah. it felt like this was them being, like, we're not super pro-military, but right now anything anti-military is not going to get aired. Mm. This is a couple episodes after the <laughs> crazy... A veteran goes on a murder spree. Yeah, I feel like perhaps they're um, not so subtly trying to let their opinions be known in a post-9-11 America. Mm. And filming it in Canada probably helped them get away with probably all of that because you can only stop so many things that have already been filmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Eh. Uh, yeah i really liked seeing john cena in this episode it's always fun i mean it it's interesting Mm -hmm. i think he's gotten better at acting with age (laughs) because this was not his best work no it was not it was mm, Mm. it was something telegraphed to death yeah (laughs) It was certainly that. A little concerning. But, you know, it was cute. I'll give it that. Any other thoughts, opinions, etc.? Hills to die on? Things you would change? Um, things I would change. Abigail. All well, of it. Obviously, you love Abigail. I love her so much. And they do her so dirty. And people people hate her. And it's just like... Why? Because she's not Juliet? Yes. Okay, that's a really strong opinion to have about some character without any sort of backing it up. 
I mean, she's not written the best, but she's no. also not written the worst. Like, we have worse written characters on this show. Oh, yeah, totally. I just wish that it wasn't so, like, hastily. Like, we have to get rid of her. This is the only way we know how. Yeah, it feels like they... I mean, I'm glad they didn't kill her. <laughs> like, I feel like the other way they know how is by killing her. Mm-hmm. But this at least gave her the option to kind of come back if her schedule was free. Yeah. I'm guessing that it really wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, only thing that I can think of is that they thought that they are going to get her more than they did. Yeah, I think that's do. probably what ended up happening. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's uh, interesting. Yeah. Let's see. Things I would change about this episode. <laughs> is that a new segment? Always. Always. It's always been a thing about this show. However, now I am making it more official. Uh, things I would change. I think if you're going to get John Cena into an episode, you should go whole hog. Every single military person should be a WWE guy. That would be so good. Like, all or nothing, guys. Like, just imply that everyone in the military is a WWE actor. <laughs> so does that mean that they're undercover on WWE? That would be hilarious. Like, the like, implications oh, for the oh, extended oh, psych oh, universe. Oh, no, but... <laughs> the, no, because that would mean... No, 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 hold on, hold on. That would mean that the WWE is a recruitment tool for the, for the U.S. Yes. military. Oh, my gosh. They have to train anyways. Yeah. Obviously, and it, it allows them, if they're doing a WWE tour, to go places that the military might not be able to get into. Mm, okay. They should have just made them WWE guys, but like, also That wrestling. would have been so funny. That Yeah, the meta of it would have been way more entertaining and confusing to figure out as somebody mm-hmm. who's not into that, but definitely that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ugh, fine. Do I have to do all the work here myself? Ugh. Andy. 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 I need, at some point, we need to go through all our episodes and find a, a mega cut of us, like, directly speaking to the writers. Mm-hmm. Just put it on YouTube. Like, yeah. and then maybe they could find it and know how we feel about them. Because I'm getting the distinct feeling none of them are ever going to listen to this podcast. And that's okay. It's They're okay. busy people. It's okay. We keep like I need them to know how I feel about the writing though. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're I mean I mean it's definitely been a decade and some change now, so maybe their writing has improved with age. Yeah, I also think that we've had a pretty sparse recording schedule as of lately. So if we wanted to like pick up momentum for them to actually see that this exists, we might have to I'm going to be real with you. Whatever. If they were going to see the, this entire thing that existed, we had a really good recording schedule as of like, did. you know, the other two years that we've been going. <laughs> so we're going to need to chill with the, we've had a sparse recording session. That's every December and yes. most Novembers. That's every December and most Novembers. This is mm-hmm. consistent. Yes. It will be okay. Chill. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think that's it for my thoughts and stuff. I would rank this... Seven and a half horrible, horrible first dates, or mainly just like any dates to like a crime scene. 
Because, like, have they been on an, on an actual first date yet? Besides, like, by themselves? I, it's implied that they've been together, like, for a while and go on, like, normal people dates. Okay. That, that was implied. <laughs> okay. I think, yeah, they, they've definitely been on normal people dates at some point. Yeah. Based on their conversations. It was just always like, oh, their first date is at the movie theater and then Gus is there. And then they go out to, like, dinner and Sean's dad is there. And it's just like, have they been alone by themselves <laughs> in, like, the daytime? I don't know. I have some thoughts next episode about <laughs> Sean and single people relationships. Oh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> yeah, I have a little bit of... um audience participation hey what's up audience i what you participating with i think people liked maggie miss oh fun Mm -hmm. see when you say that the recording schedule is sparse but we're still uploading like actual episodes oh yes so it's not (laughs) it's not and you're stressing out over nothing yeah so um i don't know Obviously, the Maggie Miss minisodes aren't as, like, popular as the regular episodes because it's, like, a niche interest and whatever. But, um... It'll be okay. We did get... I'm, I'm pretty sure that Grace listened to all of them. Yeah, Grace. Because she Hi, commented... Grace. Yeah. Hi, Grace. So she commented on one of them and asked how many Christmas movies <laughs> Maggie Lawson has... Has done two, has... but three, three, yes. Oh, well, next Maggie must maybe I'll watch that one in Spanish. <laughs> it was really good. I don't know if you ever went back and listened to the mini no. soda. No, you wouldn't, but it was really because good. I haven't watched the episode or the movies and I don't intend to. I wouldn't watch or listen to an episode about them. Oh my gosh, Chris, the entire Christmas in Evergreen series, great. Fantastic. Okay. okay, don't tell me about it because I'm probably going to watch them in Spanish at some point. Yes. And our... The... Whoever keeps, like, sharing posts from our Facebook page, like, their private page, I guess... Um, I, I guess they're back. No, good for them. <laughs> Hello, friend, who I didn't know existed. You've never told me about this person before? I've mentioned multiple times that there's this random person who, like, privately shares stuff. But No, like, you it... have not. <laughs> yes, I have. I do not remember these conversations. Okay, well, I have definitely said it because they've been doing it for a very long time, but, but they stopped for a couple months and now they're back. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I have no idea who it is because of their, like, privacy, privacy settings. settings. Yeah, it just, like, shows up as, like, one share and it's not me, so. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, well, hello, person. Mm -hmm. Hello, person. (sighs) All right. So, you already did your final thought for some reason. I did. Whatever. Okay. (laughs) What is your final thought? (laughs) My final thought is that this episode had some weird potential, but they uh, dropped the ball on that. But I don't know if that's their fault. Um, well, it's either. definitely their fault, but I think that they, in this context, is the writers specifically. The mm-hmm. actors seem to have been really trying their best. So, yes. like, kudos, actors. Yes. <laughs> um, and so I will give it a maybe a five and a half out of ten. 
Okay. Sorry, five and a half terrible jet ski action sequences <laughs> out of ten. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe I didn't even mention that. It was so... I'll be coming in around nine o'clock. No, I'll be floating in around nine. Okay. Floating in. Uh, you know how much gas a jet ski has? Because it's not that much. But okay, John Cena. I'm just like, yes, you are uh, with one hand, you pilot the jet ski, and with the other one, you talk on your flip phone, probably. That's perfectly safe and totally normal, and you're not going to lose your phone in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, so my phone is safe and secure and not going to be lost in the Pacific. Does he have one of those um, wrist straps, like, on the Wii? Where yes. he does his... <laughs> He attaches it to a little cell phone charm slot. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh my goodness. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. In like a couple different directions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, yep. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> uh, I've been Zed. And I've been Grace. And this has been an episode of a podcast. <laughs>